A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This segment of the Football Ramble is brought to you in partnership with Doritos, the official snack sponsor of the UEFA Women's Euro 2022. They're encouraging fans up and down the country to get behind what's going to be a tournament like never before. I'm joined by Flo Lloyd Hughes, host of our fantastic women's football show up front of on Football Ramble Presents to celebrate what makes football so gosh darn special. The fans. <laughs> it's the fans. Hello, Flo. I thought you were going to say it's the Doritos. It's That's the Doritos. Well, I've already heard that I'm going to be hearing a, um, is it a crunch crunch later on. Crunch, crunch, baby. Crunch, crunch, baby. I think we're allowed to slide that in. The tournament is well underway, and if you've seen the atmospheres on TV and fancy going to a game yourself, you are in luck. Flo, which games or cities should fans be heading to for one heck of an atmosphere? Surely you've you've experienced them all uh, by this time in your career. You know what? I've never been to Rotherham. I've never been to a game in Rotherham. Have mm. you? Could you give us no. some Rotherham tips? No, I've got no reason to be in Rotherham. But now, no, you do. thanks to this tournament floor, I can go to Rotherham. <laughs> we can finally all go to Rotherham. I've got no facts. Shall I get some uh, Rotherham facts up? Uh, while you tell us who, uh, your, where your favourite uh, part of the country you're going to be uh, going to to experience the, uh, the Women's Euros. Uh, well, I'm spending some time in Manchester. Obviously, we had the opening game, Old Trafford in Manchester, famous stadium. Um, and I'm going to be in and around Manchester quite a bit. And then Sheffield, 
brilliant city. Bramwell Lane's hosting one of the semi-finals, so I'm very excited about that because I love Sheffield. Uh, I can uh, exclusively reveal that uh, uh, one of the biggest attractions in Rotherham is the Magna Science Adventure Centre, built in a former steelworks in Templeborough. Uh, there's just bit, it's just, the, the picture's just a lot of sparks going everywhere. So wow. uh, it's, like, it's worth doing. If the, if the explosions aren't happening on, on the field, you can certainly <laughs> go down there. Uh, all the games in this tournament is quite exciting. Are on either like five or eight, which is like primo. I've been good all day diet wise, so I'm having drinks and snacks. What are your kind of like favourite kind of I'm watching football at home uh, kind of drinks and snacks? Well, it's got to be Doritos, right? Well, it's including the obvious one. I mean, look, I don't mind talking about my love of Doritos. It's hard not to be when the sponsors are so bloody delicious, right? I mean, what can <laughs> I we do? I would love to eat the sponsor. This isn't supposed to be about how much we love Doritos, but I'm afraid to say, Doritos, we do like your product. What's your kind of dip technique? Do you have... Uh, can you go for, like, a little bit of sour cream, a little bit of salsa, a little bit of guacamole? Are you like to go dip, dip, dip on each one, or is that cross-pollination that is not allowed? So we actually have a rule in my family. It's called no double attacks. Okay, so right. So that means that you can only dip once and then you mm. have to eat the, the whole crisp or whatever it is. We, we, we do it for pizza as well. Yes, so okay. So no double attacks. But with the Doritos, I always find because they are triangular, I use the thinnest part to hold and then I get maximum scoopage because when you yeah. see people on the telly, they don't always always do that. And I always think that's very, that's foolish because you're going to be, yeah. there's going to be no sour cream left and, and, and you're going to be high and dry. Um, are we talking uh, a TV, like a plasma screen, like an LCD screen or have you ever flirted with a projector, floor? I did really get into projectors. Now, can't really be bothered to make that much effort, sadly. No, it is a bit um, of a str- yeah. And last summer for the men's Euros, I spent a good bit of money and a good bit of time installing surround sound oh, nice. on my telly, especially for the football. So that will be plugged in and ready to go this summer. The rumble, the raw, Floor uses <laughs> front room is ready to go for the Euros. Fantastic. All that's missing is the sea, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Chelsea are getting busy with their billions and Wazza returns to the capital. It's Thursday, 14th of July. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Luke Moore. And I'm Dishan Hunteraja. Hey, we've missed you, everybody. Good to have you with us. My goodness, the old summer schedule is uh, is 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 doing wonders for your tan, Luke Moore. Hmm. In the middle of a cup of tea, I didn't realise you were going to come to me. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a bit rusty, a bit of ring rust. Go on then. What you? What you? Uh, my tan what, is appalling as it always. What have you been, been up to so far over the summer? Give the listeners a little bit, well, maybe oh, a highlight of what you've been doing. Obviously, or what you've in, been seeing. Obviously, tuning into the women's Euros, Calls, enjoying our yep. upfront content as well. Massive result for England the other day. Yeah, yeah. Bloody enjoyed that. Easy. They gave us an easy. Exactly. Yeah. They gave us an easy, which is great. What an opportunity to do it. I'd like to have seen them commit to it more and go properly, like massively into it yeah. from the diaphragm no well there's a very sort of a Gareth Southgate approach it's an easy way into the tournament exactly yeah. with an 8-0 win yeah <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> we, got, we got louder during the Euro, during the men's Euros last year yeah. as we got further along we did so that's a good point gonna, you don't want to peak too early they're going to smash the desk soon yeah. um, and other than that mate just enjoy, enjoying the summer yeah what about you Vish particular highlight or anything in the summer so far um, nothing the cricket but not a cricket one bit of basketball bit of basketball yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yes yes yeah just hit it in the air. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Okay. He said not a cricket one. 
Um, not a cricket one. Tell them about how much work you've been. Tell everyone about how much work you've been doing in the gym. <laughs> oh, I haven't yeah. been doing that much work in the gym. He's, I'm just I'm wearing darker tones. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Single He's layers. Damien Buff over there. Uh, um, Damien. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, good joke in that. Thank you. Take your top off. <laughs> no, don't worry. No, because then. Yeah. Look, okay. Veneer put your goes. trousers on, but take your top off. <laughs> for me, Mark. One the, or the other. The frustration for me with Vicious is he's hiding his light under a bushel. I there. think so. I think we deserve to see <laughs> it. A big old bushel. Darcy yeah. bushel. Um, highlight from me. Um, uh, Sir Cliff Richards singing at Wimbledon. Oh, <laughs> oh I yes. about that. Yes. I forgot about that. Yes. Everyone, they put the roof on to stop that happening <laughs> and they've undermined themselves. Absolutely undermined themselves. How is he not dead? I don't uh, mean from a outrageous. sniper, but he's old, isn't How he? How can you say it's that? He's so hot now and he's old. <laughs> I wanted to say that, but I stopped myself. Me. <laughs> Me. And he said it anyway. I couldn't believe my luck. Did, were you watching it live when he came out there? Oh, and also, can you remind people that... Luke hates tennis. Yeah. He yeah. hates Cliff Richard even more. Yeah. But he Cliff thinks... Richard's singing at the tennis. But he, the first time that, that happened... That is like, he, can't, you... he was wishing for the apocalypse. So the first time that happened, which was... When was it? What 97. Was yeah, yeah and, and you said the country went to the dogs from that point onwards. I think the last death knell for Britain being good was the opening ceremony of the 2012 Olympics, but the stage was very much set when Cliff did that, and it <laughs> coloured me. I was at a very impressionable age of 16 then. Mm. It coloured me to such an extent that I've never been able to forget it. And what I would say is this. When it happened again, mm. I wasn't watching the tennis because I don't like tennis, so mm. I didn't know it was happening. Mm. I... It's not an exaggeration to say I got contacted by Marcus on every platform available <laughs> instantly. Yeah. It's Twitter, what you name it, everything. I created him and me TikTok account. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and I was like, I can't believe this has happened. I thought they put the roof on because they never got a roof on Wimbledon for years. Yeah. And I think as soon as they saw Cliff do that, they thought we need to put a roof on now. Yeah. We can't yeah, have this yeah. anymore. Yeah. And 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 the thing I don't, the thing I hate about it more is Cliff is always going to be Cliff. I don't like the guy, but he's always going to be himself. I'm disappointed at the people accepting it. I'm disappointed at people going, in 2022, this was shit 25 years ago. In 2022, we're still going to entertain it. We're still going to clap along. And that's what I don't like about it, is people accepting it. Yeah. Did he do summer holiday? Oh, I assume so. No one Hang threw on. anything at him. No one threw a single thing at him. <laughs> it's a tennis crowd. The best protest against that whole foul jamboree was the existence of Nick Kyrgios, in my opinion. There we go. The man hates tennis more than me, and he Imagine, plays it. Would you get on board with tennis if uh, uh, Big Nick was like just smashing tennis balls at Cliff's head? <laughs> yeah, I'd watch that. <laughs> I'd pay-per-view that. If, 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 if Cliff was doing the singing uh, and Nick did a big serve, yeah. how fast do they serve it in tennis? Oh, he oh. serves it quick. 120 odd miles an hour. 130, like yeah. 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 And it hits Cliff and yeah. knocks his glasses off. I mean... Outrageous. <laughs> Hey, there's your summer holiday. I mean, what people are expecting me to say now is that I'm only joking. We love you, really. You're a national treasure. I don't. I don't like it. Not joking at all. And like right. when he knocks it off, he like cuts his nose a little bit. No, nah, that's too much. No, it's not. Okay. A little bit of blood. Fish hates him more than me. He wants blood. You'd be happy with just hurt, hurt pride, unconscious. Hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Don't he's get this on the internet. I'm telling you, they haven't got they haven't got the bollocks. They haven't got the bollocks. This guy, chat. exactly, eh? Yeah. Right. He's got his handler with him, so it'll be fine. Okay. Has he got a handler as well? Probably. They'll like, hold him up. Oh. Like, oh. Res Resisting saying something about that. What about Paul Gascoigne? <laughs> no, nothing to do with Paul Gascoigne. Leave Paul out of this. <laughs> he's had a great summer. Yeah, he was Les Ferdinand's handler for a bit, wasn't he? <laughs> anyway, uh, we must talk about the football, everybody. It's the off season. Give us a bit of credit for crying out loud. Give us a bit of uh, how slack. much have we got through there. We got through a bit. We got. <laughs> yeah, I think we should. Minutes, I think yeah. we should talk about Raheem Sterling joining Chelsea. I know it's, we've all we're aware of this, but fifty million pound move for the twenty-seven-year-old hasn't lost any of his value. Did he not go? What, what was he? Liverpool to Man City was that forty-nine million actually? I I'm not sure. Actually, it's a really good point. It was around, it was around that yeah. time, what all those trophies? I mean, he said I arrived in Manchester a 20-year-old 20, 20 
Today I leave as a man. Seven seasons, 11 major trophies, a lifetime of memories. Um, 131 goals in 339 games, four Premier League titles, of course, after moving from Liverpool in 2015. We had a bit of chat before the uh, the mics went on. Some there's, and there's an article on Sky Sports today suggesting by Adam Bates suggesting that he's still a bit underrated. Vish, do you think Sterling is underrated? I, I think the the idea of him being underrated comes from it, there seems quite you know two distinct camps with Sterling. People who you know really rate him and mm. regard him as a world class player, um, and you know they're not far off to be honest. But the people against that mm. are quite extreme in the fact that they think he's rubbish or they think he's... But who? You know, who are these people though? Well, it's well, as ever with these kind of things, the reason that article exists, the reason we're having this conversation mm. is, you know, people on Twitter, isn't it? Sure. It's just the general reaction to him. You can say something good about him and the, a reply would be, mm-hmm. actually, well, you know, here's something bad about him. Um, but then, like, it's this never-ending quest for, like, we, we never have someone who's, like, accurately rated. We never have this conversation where we're mm. like, you know what, he is appropriately rated. Um, <laughs> and so, like, I, I think it's, it's all largely meaningless anyway. But in terms of you know, Sterling and, and what he can offer Chelsea, you'd think it's an incredible signing. I especially, think it is, yeah. Especially given the way the the ecosystem has changed, mm. let's say in the last two years, where if he was le- leaving Man City, there'd be any number of clubs who would go after him because they'd be able to go after him. Mm. And not only have those, those clubs fallen away in that time, but Chelsea have gone from <clears throat> losing their major benefactor to gaining another one in the space mm. of, what, six months, say, mm-hmm. and have been able to come in and... and um, you know, is it a swoop when you're paying that much money? I'd say it is for someone like Sterling, to be fair. If you yeah. given how he's progressed under Guardiola, mm-hmm. how he's you know clearly more tactically savvy, and also you know his just raw numbers are astonishing, mm-hmm. and his age as well. You know, yeah. he's what 27 now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like that's absurd. That's, that's crazy, isn't it? Because yeah. you think to yourself, oh, he's probably about 30 now. Yeah, yeah. you think you, you feel loads left in the tank. Time, yeah. An amazing athlete. You'd, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? You know, we obviously we see it with younger players. Uh-huh throughout history who've started young and, yep. and finished early, you know, Michael Owen, Wayne Rooney, obviously. Theo Walcott. Big Theo. Theo Walcott, he started early and no, finished no, early. I know, I wasn't mocking no, I, think that, I think that was, it. I, th- I think there's something a bit different there with Walcott. But because well, he's still playing. <laughs> we just forgot. <laughs> there is that, yeah. yeah. But, but the, um, the the thing about him, you know, with the way the medical science is keeping players, mm-hmm. you know, Cristiano Ronaldo only started young and he's still going, to but, a point. But Sterling, he's benefited <laughs> from, yeah. Well, obviously, at Manchester City last season, I mean, a lot of appearances, but didn't have that many minutes, you know, sort of substituted yeah. appearance and, and so on. Still played his part though, but um, with the way Guardiola plays and, and he seems to keep a lot of his players fresh because they have a big squad, very handy squad, of course, but does rotate, does um, bring, bring players in and out and so on. So that would be, in terms of the longevity of Sterling's career, possibly to his benefit. Bearing in mind the demands of playing for Guardiola and uh, Manchester City and the and the and the schedule and, and playing so many games every season. Yeah, well, that affects every big team, though. Sure, uh, but I'm saying that Guardiola seems actually yeah, he, maybe yeah, doesn't so get, you get have to, you have to, for that. You have to be able to 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 operate within that within that kind of. Um, system, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't just mean tactical system. I mean like the system of how they approach running a football club. Um, and we talked about this a little bit earlier, didn't we? We were talking about how like De Bruyne came into his own last season. Towards the end of the season, he yeah. was used in a kind of certain way. I know mm-hmm. that was kind of injury dependent to an extent as well. But um, I, I think on on the on the thing Fish started with, with the underrated overrated thing. I'm not proposing to get into that debate. But what I would say is something that I haven't seen said, which probably should be. Which is the fact that you know, unquestionably mm. Raheem Sterling is one of Man City's greatest ever players. So you look at players like <coughs> Vincent Company, David Silva, Sergio yeah. Aguero, maybe one or two others, yeah. yeah, who are really important for the 
the progress yeah. through their benefit. That's, the, that's the top tier. Yeah, because, but, but they're also important for more yeah. than just the football totally. because of the way that City changed as a club and as an entity. Yeah. But Raheem Stone, I think, has won 10 trophies at City. 11. 11 trophies, but that's in including the Community Shield, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, fine. 11 Major, major trophies. Sorry, Jose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so, okay, 11 trophies in seven seasons. Yeah. yeah there's not really going to be many other Man City players other mm-hmm. than the ones we've mentioned there and the ones that are still performing at the very highest level for them now who can boast that. They're just not going to be. So, he's, he's one of... So, what we're talking about here is one of... The best teams, if not the best team in the country's best, one of their best ever players, mm. go into what is effectively a rival Premier League team. And I think that deserves to be a bigger story than it's being talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's an amazing signing for Chelsea. I think he's, you know, his numbers are, particularly around 19-20, were ridiculous. Mm. Like, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And you can see obvious improvements in his game, not just like Vish says around the tactical stuff. His finishing's got much better. Mm-hmm. People don't... I There's don't still think, criticism of that. There is, but I think it's still improved. It's but yeah, improved. you can still improve. In, in, but he's yeah. not He's not a... Um, He's not an Aguero player. He's no. not. He's not. A, he's not a Robbie Fowler anyway. I mean, he's, he's, he's offers a lot more than that. And a lot of the stuff with Raheem, I don't think gets mentioned enough as well. Is everything he tries to do, almost without question, he's doing at quite blinding speed. Yes, he's, mm-hmm. he's very, very quick. So if he loses the ball or he becomes a bit frustrating for England, which I've said, I don't think he's performed for England. Um, as well as some people have said, I think we had a debate around it. Maybe the three of us actually he's started been a the big Euros. For he, he has, but I think he was. I think going back to that conversation Vish wanted to have I think for England at that point when we were talking about it, I thought it, people were overstating how good he had been mm-hmm. but I think for his club and for at Premier League level and overall across England if you look at his, his numbers as well he's he started off not hardly scoring any goals and now he's really kind of contributing goals and assists to England on a far more consistent basis and England have improved themselves I think it's you know it's, it's, it's a huge I'm not going to say it's signing of the summer because I think that Haaland might be that but it's definitely mm-hmm. up there mm-hmm. There's also, um, you know, the interesting thing from here will be how he fits in at Chelsea. And that's yes. pre- pretty obvious in terms of positionally because, you know, they couldn't really settle on, you know, a definitive front three, mm. could they? They were always chopping and changing and he feels like someone who's going to come in and, and be that. Especially given that the guy who started the season last year as being what we thought was a lock mm-hmm. has now rejoined into Milan, yep. yeah. Lukaku. Um, I do think it'll be interesting to see how those numbers continue for Sterling because... You know, while he has improved his finishing, he gets does you know City create endless number of chances, don't they? Um, and Chelsea's problem last year was not being able to cut through teams. So it'd be interesting to see how that how how he adjusts to that and whether he plays a more prominent part in that. There was talk mm-hmm. of Thomas Tuchel maybe playing him as that middle of the three and allowing him to roam and stuff like that. And I think that'd be quite cool to see how he dovetails with Mason Mount because if you look at what Mount was doing for Chelsea rather than what he does for England. He does go into those channels a bit more. He does occupy spaces that Sterling likes to occupy as well. And it'll be interesting to see if they step on each other's toes or feed off each other because, you know, it's only been one of those two things. Um, I think he's so tactically astute, though, Sterling. Having played so long under Guardiola, he's going to be pretty adaptable. Sure, but, sure, but, but, but the two-core system is a bit more rigid, isn't it? Yeah, so, it, it is. But that, that sort of, often call it a sort of a dynamic front three, seems to be what the big clubs do now. You think Manchester City, yeah. where he's been, Liverpool. I know Liverpool's slightly more defined. But still, it's not what we used to know years ago of front lines and, and, and so on. And and Chelsea, obviously, with Lukaku, it didn't work having that fixed sort of centre-forward focal yeah. point, if you like. And and he will fit in there. You know, obviously, Werner's been given a go, Havertz as well. Also, if you take the front three just generally, if, if Chelsea are going to play a front three, last game of the season against Watford... He can play anywhere across that front they, three. 
That's right. Yeah. And the last game against Watford, they played with a 3-4-3 and they played Ziyech Mount mm-hmm. behind Havertz. Yeah. And the game before that, I think Lukaku played and he's obviously gone now. So either through players moving on or or players who are staying, how many of them are actually better than Sterling? I know football's not all about this, but I mean, ultimately, sometimes, mm. it, you know, a lot of the time, actually, it does come down to this. He's better than Ziyech. Yeah. In terms of numbers and performance in Premier, in the Premier League. He's better than Havertz, I would say. Is he better than Mount? Really different players, but I think, you know, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's an argument for that for sure. And Lukaku's left. And so what we're talking about, the reason I'm making the point, I don't want to be too kind of reductionist about it, but I'm making the point because we all agree in here mm. that he's an improvement on some of the players I've already got yeah. in those yeah, similar yeah. positions. Mm. So yeah. and he's one of the Premier League's best of a players, Mark. Totally, yeah. But, and Chelsea, Do you agree with that? Uh, uh, one of the Premier League's best ever players? That's a big shout. Four league titles? It's a big shout, but I suppose it's not ridiculous to have him in the conversation. Vish? Still only 27. Yeah. Well, look, what did you... What, what yeah, did well, you... we might... Legitimately, we might be having that conversation too early, despite yeah. what he's already won. Yeah. yeah. One um, of the Premier League's best English players, I would say. Yeah. Oh, it, for, which, well, uh, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, uh, well, the English players are the best part of the Premier League, so... There we are. One of the so, best. if anything, it's more of a compliment than what you just said. <laughs> um, but Chelsea are building, though, aren't they? I love him, Raheem. I wish him all the best. We, Chelsea, Chelsea are... We certainly are, do. Are, I, think, are, I think he'll have a good time there. And Chelsea themselves, you know, obviously, you mentioned sanctions and so on last year against the Bramwich. And we think, well, where are they going to be? Well, well, there they are. They've just got Raheem Sterling in which we think is a great signing. And they've agreed a fee of roughly £34 million for Napoli defender uh, Kelladu Koulibaly, which, big vibes. But they're, <laughs> yeah. they're, also, um, uh, they're also making inquiries about... Kimpembe. Uh, President Kimpembe, um, Nathan Aki. Yeah. Well, I, I suppose that Thiago Silva will eventually, at some point in the future, start showing signs of age as he nears 40. <laughs> and then, it's and got then, to happen. Yeah, and then losing Rudiger and Christensen, like, that kind of makes sense. But it's yeah. absurd to be, you know, it's, it's almost like an NFL-style line change, isn't it? But you have, you have everyone to, off, everyone on. They have yeah. to do that. Yeah. Because, because, like you say, Silva's his age, and he's amazing. Amazing credit to, oh. to the sport and to himself. And he's able to perform at such a high level still. But you're right to point out that, you know, mm. these, these other centre-backs have moved on. They have to make moves because I think culturally as well at Chelsea, rightly or wrongly, the fans there and the club itself has been used to being able to bring players in. And if you are someone who's of means to the point where you've bought Chelsea, mm. obviously you have to operate within financial fair play laws as they exist at the moment. You need to put a marker down. You need to be able to go, I'm, I'm not going to oversee mm. an exodus of players um, without replacing them because it, it's going to, it's going to set set my regime off on a really bad note. Mm. Um, and, you know, there's so much uncertainty around Chelsea before, wasn't there? And it was it was really unsettling for Chelsea fans. Totally understand why. But we're getting a whole, into the whole Abramovich thing because that's the conversation for, we've already had. But So they have to do it. Mm. And, and uh, the thing with Koulibaly is that he's 31 now. I'm surprised he's not had a bigger move. I mean, maybe just like... Well, he's been linked for so many yeah. years. Yeah. And, and he looked... I, I, I didn't watch much Italian football last season, so people will have to forgive me. But he played quite a bit. Napoli finished third in, the, in Serie A. They're in the Champions League. He's obviously got all the attributes. He's been a big player for them. Yeah. So it's, it, I'd love to see him in the Prem. Mm. I would. Well, you're gonna, in the Barclays. Looks like you're going to get it, baby. Mm. Yeah, it, it does feel a bit like they're replacing Rudiger, the you know, on-field presence, and they're yes. also replacing Rudiger with his off-field presence yes. as well. Mm. Yeah, no, no. Well, well said. Of course, going back to Raheem Sterling, he will join up with Chelsea, who are on tour in the US, where one fan was left particularly upset. Did you see this? That, just uh, one. Yeah, just one. <laughs> Poor old Justin. Pretty good return. He tried. He tried to get Christian Pulisic's uh, autograph to sign both of his uh, US and Dortmund shirts, but he didn't, which is quite sad. Yeah, that's a shame. But then Jorginho wandered up and, and signed both. <laughs> 
Never played for either. Yeah. You, the, this, uh, did he sign it, Christian Pulisic? Did he do a little run-up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not Pulisic. It looks like Jorginho. Yeah. He starts to run-up. It's definitely Jorginho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then Jan he... Sommer or Jordan Pickford stopped him. <laughs> you put his glove in the way. <laughs> that's, how you, that's how you can tell it's his signature because it starts with a load of little dashes yeah, and then he goes yeah. into it. <laughs> but the, so this reminded me of, um, there was a, a game at Fratton Park uh, when Paul was in the Premier Hang League. Hang about, stepping on loose yeah, toes. Yeah, wait, wait. We, um, I didn't sign this off before. No. <laughs> Uh, Arsenal were playing and uh, this kid had a notepad out for Thierry Henry to sign his Portsmouth fan mm. and Thierry Henry took the pen and didn't see the notepad and leant over on his Portsmouth shirt and signed it and the, you can see the kid saying no, no, no not the shirt, not <laughs> oh the shirt. there was That's a real fucking... weird like patronising love affair between Portsmouth fans and Henry for a bit well, that's because yeah. he said like oh I've never seen a well it was like, like it was like Portsmouth got absolutely pumped by mm. Arsenal and Henry mm. was brilliant at Fratton Park I think it was I can't remember the year and everyone was clapping Henri because he was so good, which I don't have a problem with. And it kind of got a little bit over the top. Like mm. He was putting a Pompey shirt on and everyone's going, oh, look at Henri. Imagine if we play for Pompey. It's like, yeah. we are like, quite a proud club. Like, it's, yeah. We don't have to debase ourselves like this. That's, that is pathetic, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think I thought so. Yeah. Um, but going back to that Jorginho thing, mm. it was, if you watch the video, which is available on Twitter, it's quite funny because Jorginho kind of wanders over in a kind of, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, all right, I'll just sign these two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm completely on autopilot. Doesn't think about it at all. And no. that's why it's happened. He's not gone over and gone, all right, here, I'm a consolation mm. here. He's just done it automatically. I think Thierry Henry's a bit of a prat. Cool. Oh, fish. Wow. Come mm. back on that. I, I just think he. I think he. I, sometimes on TV, like, yeah, he's an all right pundit, and I just sometimes think, eh. he's a bit. Do you not think? Ooh. It's, it's, I'm so stunned here. Yeah. It's, it's rare that I don't know what to say, but I don't. I wasn't expecting this. I need some time to process. Think about that, and then who was the? No, I think he's all right. I think he's all right. Anyone can be all right. Yeah, yeah he's, quite, he's quite charming. He's all right. Yeah, but I think I he believes. No, but I think him? he believes it all. Have you met him, Vish? No, I've never, I've never met him either. I just, Jules, oh, then, ask Jules. I will ask Jules. Yeah. Um, leaves Jules out she works with him yeah. uh, what about that time when he sat down next to uh, which Irish defender was it after he did the oh that was annoying uh, Richard Dunn yeah what exactly that was quite annoying Paul, you know the handball shirt. Richard, Richard Dunn you know what did they do with the handball I don't remember it you did the oh, Ireland one no I, no, I, know, I remember that handball I don't remember the specific so obviously like, at the end of the game Ireland were gutted obviously yeah at the yeah. end of the game Richard Dunn's on the floor crestfallen and Henri goes and sits next to him like, like, but Henri's like looking crestfallen as well yeah, as if, and like, oh, oh, sorry. I wish we could have both won and I cheated it I cheated yeah I'm remember Roy Keane's take that was my favourite take about that Go on. blaming Shay Given <laughs> <laughs> should have come out and cl- should have come out and claimed it and Ferguson Ke- Keane, Keane said I don't know what all the whole of Ireland are worried about all I saw was a floating ball coming to the six yard box <laughs> someone's got to deal with that of course I remember the, the incident funny, I just don't remember the Richard the Dunbar. funny thing is Henri could have could have caught it and thrown it in, and yeah, Keane yeah. would have still thought that. Uh, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Chaps, let's end the first half with uh, well, right, we've, got our, we've got our news line. Marcus's bombshell about Thierry Henry. I just think he's a bit pratty. It's fair enough. It's I, don't, fair I think enough. he's all right, but he's a bit. Uh... It just sounds weird coming from you because you're normally so positive. That's fine. I like, yeah. I, you know. I think Cliff's all right. Oh, well. no. Um, Rafinha to Barcelona. Clubs have uh, agreed a deal worth around 50 million. Yeah. Which is uh, which is a big sum for a chap who was fighting a relegation battle, of course, in the Premier League. But we know he's got the tools. Very exciting player, and so on. He played sixty-five games uh, for Leeds United, of course, after joining them from Wren. Um, Jesse Marsh was very philosophical about it all. Uh, it said, uh, as much as uh, as it's really hard to lose him, if you think about a young man who's pretty much guaranteed to go on a reduced transfer fee to Barcelona if we were relegated. Um, and then you watch his performances he gave and how committed he was in helping the club stay up. I think it would be hard for anyone at that age to perform the way he did. 
I thought it was, it was good of Marsh to say that because yeah. if it wasn't for Rafinha, they would have got relegated. It's, it's, it's as simple as that, really. And, and the way Rafinha was in the crowd with the fans and stuff was yeah. quite nice. Yeah, yeah, that was class, actually, yeah. yeah. Mm. Because, yeah, but he, 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 you know, Marsh also said it's his dream to go to Barcelona and you don't want to lose him, but he's put a shift in. He's he massively done a solid for us. We're yeah. going to get a big transfer fee. He, he wants to go. It would be just... Almost like silly to stand in his way. I know Leeds fans may not see it like that. Yeah. Which yeah. is understandable because he's one of, if not their best player. And there's always going to be um, uh, regrets about him, him going. And I know we always we always talk about players downing tools and getting mm. managers sacked or whatever or downing mm. tools for their own agenda. But I think it was quite interesting to hear Marsh say the quiet part out yeah. loud. Yeah, absolutely. Under uh, a different manager who who, who yeah. came in. And obviously, we all know with Bielsa, and Bielsa was, was, was one who, who Rafinha played a lot under, blah, 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 blah. A lot of change going on, but he knuckled down but and was crucial. The situation at least, though, is still... The overall situation is still kind of quite tough mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. And basically, you know, arguably, and it's not even that much of an argument, they've lost their two best players. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And they've lost... And they've made, what, 100-odd million quid out but, of it. But I would say this season where they stayed up, you know, Phillips was, was injured a lot. Yeah. And uh, and for the money they get, you would think you they have to reinvest it. Totally, but it's not as easy as that. Is no, it? it's not. They've made signs already. I'd love to get Andy's take. Um, if we, unless he's already spoken about, it and I haven't heard it, which is eminently possible. I'd love to get um, Andy's take on the players they've brought in because I don't know them that well. Mm. Um, obviously, Tyler Adams comes highly rated. Um, uh, Mark Rocker, you know, as well. We don't really know. I, I don't know that much about them personally, so you know, we have to find out more about them. Um, but. It's not as easy as saying, well, we've got 100 million quid now, we need to go and just make sure we replace those two players. It's yeah. very hard to find those players. I know Calvin Phillips has injury problems, but he is a really, really good player. Sure. I mean, and, there's a reason they're going to Man City and Barcelona. Exactly. Exactly. That tells yeah. its own story. So, so, and then you've also got the situation with, with Jesse Marsh, who has a track record and, mm-hmm. and has obviously kept them in the Premier League. And, and you know, that's, 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 you know that's, that speaks for itself. But it, to me, it absolutely stinks to high heaven of difficult start lose their manager back mm. November time and then they're in big trouble. And I hope it doesn't happen, but it looks like it could go down that road. Mm, we shall see. Just, what do you think about that, Vish? I was, I was genuinely going to say I wouldn't be surprised if they finish higher than they did last season. Mm. And in part, they finished as low as they did because Phillips was injured for so off, for yeah. so long. Yeah. And so it's a bit of a false equivalence there. But Differing opinions on the football. I mean, it might only be one place. Might but... be, might. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, let's uh, have a quick break. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, Neil Warnock here. I just want to thank everybody uh, that keep viewing my whatever it is on Twitter. Welcome back to the Football Ravel, everybody. <laughs> he could be talking about anything yeah, there. He yeah. could. Viewing really... my whatever it is. What have you put on there, Neil? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Uh, before we uh, get to the emails, just a reminder that the women's Euros are in full swing. Uh, how good are England doing? My giddy out. Come on. Um, uh, we've got you covered for the Euros coverage here at the Football Ramble. Of course, you can listen to Upfront three times a week over on Football Ramble Presents, where Flo, Rachel and Chloe bring you the latest news and, analysis, and analysis from every game of the tournament. Also, all post-England shows will be available here on the Football Ramble feed as well. Lovely old job. Right, it's time for emails. Yes, Harry Johnson. Very hard to come off the back of that, mm. um, so to speak. I'm sure Uncle Luke, um, can do it. <laughs> Harry Johnson's been in touch. Hello to you, Harry. Uh, and he would like to send us an email off the back of our guide, Ramble Guide to Football Kits. Oh, yes. We did oh, recently. Yes. I did that one with Jim and Pete. He says, having listened, having listened to the previous episodes on kits, I think I have an idea that would improve them and give more importance and recognition to the FA Cup and the League Cup winners. Um, assuming that's what we want to do. I mean, Harry seems to think that's that's definitely a real buzz point for us to, to, be, to be looking at. Similar to how Chelsea have the Club World Cup winner's badge on their shirt since being declared officially the best team in the world, mm. football authorities should have the power to bestow a badge to symbolise current holders of each trophy. I like that. I know we have the Gold League badge for City, but imagine having a whole sleeve or chest with badges of the trophies you currently hold, like a scout's uniform. I like yeah, that. Yeah, that's good. Um, Communi- it, Community it, Shield would have one as well. I'm not sure they still do, but Italy, until certainly until very recently, did that. They yeah, like a little, little, little um Yeah, a little the sign. Star. But they have the one for the cup as well, like a little target. Oh, yeah, so they do. Ah, yeah. I'm not yes. sure they still do, but they, they certainly I did. I like it was a mod thing. Yeah, well, that's what it looks like. <laughs> but do we, I mean, do we really think... I mean, I like the idea that um, Harry's emailed in with the following points. One is that he thinks we need to give more recognition to the League Cup. Fair enough. The other one, he thinks that f- what would make football kits better is to make them look like scouts uniform. <laughs> I'm not sure about that, personally. I like it. Would, I you, like this, would you like to see the players wearing a woggle? Uh, yeah, I've, 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 that's a word I've not heard in years. A woggle? Yeah. Blimey. What do they call it? Yeah, this the doesn't even holds know. the, um, the neckerchief. Oh, no, is it not a toggle? It's a woggle, I think. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, um, I uh, I think yeah, you'd you'd have a badge or whatever it is for the Community Shield, Emirates Cup, the whole lot. I think, I think Emirates yeah. Aldi Cup. <laughs> yeah. So in the uh, in the Indian Premier League, yeah. they uh, for the leading run scorer, leading wicket taker, they have different coloured hats. Oh, that's really so cool. When it changes, they pass it to like the Tour de France yellow jersey. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah. That's brilliant. I think they should do that for the top goal scorer. Yeah, that'd be I know so it's not good. Part of the kit, but like they have to wear a little hat. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Could, could you just have them with? Could they just have something on their shirt? Did, Maybe. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Maybe they have to wear the golden boots. 
That would be great. Oh. And, then, and then now you're talking. Yeah, wear gold, not the actual one, because that would be, you'd be you'd yeah, yeah. Like for like long. metal. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it would change hands. That would be yeah. so good to wear the gold. You gold wear golden boots. boots. What would the assist person wear? Assist silver, silver boots. S- oh yeah, okay, yeah, that works. Fish, can yeah. I? Uh, it's no exaggeration to say that's the best thing you've ever. How said long have you been me? working with us? <laughs> a couple of years. I knew you had it in you, <laughs> and it's finally come out today. There we are. You see, yeah. I think it's but, but it's, it I think it's about two to years. Clear the season. Yeah. <laughs> no international Give tournament. Give him time to think. I've been saying it for months. Give him some room to think in the gym. Does all his best thinking in the gym. He comes in here ripped with the best idea he's ever had. There we are. You see, make it happen. You've got power. You've you actually got power. You're a serious yeah. journalist. And now you're controlling that power. Yeah. Show at footballramble.com if you want to know about power. Um, <laughs> right, it's everybody. Sinister. <laughs> Very sinister. It's like the sort of thing like Donald Trump would say. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's got power. He's got degrees power. Um, do, do your um, what? Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Get a Lauren money! <laughs> Uh, that was Bill Clinton doing an impression of Doc yeah. Brown. Yeah, well, I do it. I mean, sort of, uh, I'm the best of, aren't Mix I? Mix it up. I'm Mix the best up. of the impressions. Bill Clinton inside Doc Brown. Don't keep Careful. pushing it because we're only about 30 seconds away from one of the Shelby family. <laughs> <laughs> Which you made me do when we did an interview the other day. I did. We, I, oi, we, oi, made me do it. We did, uh, <laughs> we did a press interview for 15 years of the Ramble and I really wanted to do it but when it actually came round I was quite tired and I just thought I need a little bit of a Run up to this. Needs a break for So him. I said to the guy who was interviewing us, hey, Mark has really good impressions. That's not knew, true. I knew that would buy me a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said he looked like Nemanja Vidic. And, you, and then he said, well, people say I look like Tommy Shelby. And I said... Red rag to a ball. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you've twisted my arm. <laughs> right, here we go. And then what did you say? I said, uh, all right. <laughs> and then went from there. Um, let's talk about some, some pre-season results. Because wow. it is often an indication of what happens in the season. Oh, massive bellwether. What Ma- May United did. Manchester United 4, Liverpool 0. Here Come we on, go, Fishy Baby! He's How many players did they use? 4 0. Yeah. Liverpool threw players at this and they couldn't. They used 32 players. Not like, like at the, the same per- time. Yeah. Like the <laughs> Persians against the Spartans. <laughs> And what happened to them? Exactly. See? Well, they yeah, won eventually. Yeah. They did win. If if the Persians had to limit themselves by how many they could use at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 go back. You no, can't. this isn't a friendly. No. You can't bring more in. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they, they, they rotated teams by the looks of it. So Liverpool and used three different teams of half hour each. Well, of course, because they couldn't get anywhere. Get they were like, well, this lot, this lot, right? Yeah. All of you lot off. We'll put in the, we'll put in the are, B are, team. Are we suggesting that they, Liverpool... were, they were close to sending in the army? Yeah. <laughs> Liverpool weren't going to do that, but Man United was so good. Jurgen Klopp just thought, well, yeah. I need a fundamental rethink of what I'm doing <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. Because I cannot cope with this. Ten hogball. We're, interna- <laughs> we're in international waters, but we, we can't cope. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, 4 nil. That is an Best out. result of the summer for you? Yeah. Uh, well, comfortably. Yeah. Yeah. Are you in favour of a 39th game abroad now? I think they should all be playing abroad. <laughs> Fish, I mean... Come and have a go in Thailand if you think you're hard enough. Can I, can I ask, if you're a Man United fan, you have been your whole life, we know that, you get a lot of stick for it because you know it's coincided with the terrible era for them and you've yeah, been on yeah. the show. What and that's not luck. why I chose him in the first place, exactly. No, exactly. Yeah. Are, you bad in, luck? are you interested enough to watch this game? Ooh. Move on. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, Ten Hag is certainly, uh, you know, he's not messing around. The results speak for themselves, but what's going on behind the scenes also shows that he means business. Um, uh, 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 apparently, reputations will now count for nothing. And I quote, uh, among but, but the Harry Maguire's going to remain captain. Well, yeah. presumably for that exact reason. Yeah. He's underrated. Uh, <laughs> among the Man United squad, they'll be dropped if they're late for training or meetings. They'll be banned for drinking on match weeks. 
And some I players. I thought you were going to say match days. That would have been good. Yeah. Um, so you'd never get in the team. Uh, <laughs> some players, they need to change chefs so they can eat better. Yeah. So if you've been de- deploying the little one, the little chef, you've got to get rid of that. You can't have an Olympic do, breakfast. Do you think. It's all really relatable stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you're going to have to change <laughs> your personal <laughs> private chef. You can't stop turning up for work late. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's been going on? Yeah. You know, like it's. You're gonna have I'm, to I'm basically sort of like skewering my, you know, because I, I would write pieces like this as well because mm. it's get a bit of insight and you think like every nugget is valuable. And you've uh, also got a certain amount of articles you've got to do where you lose your exactly, job. Yeah. Sure, yeah. But then sometimes like, and, and I, I've written quite a few articles like this. I know you have. And then you step away and you're like, this is just like turning up for work yeah. and doing your job. Yeah. And why have I given uh. you the... Why have I given you the benefit of making it seem like, oh, he's, he's, he's revolutionising <laughs> Yeah, he yeah. really is. Uh, well, Maguire could have a bit of competition if they can get uh, Lissandra Martinez in from Ajax. There's uh, talks, the talk's apparently quite advanced. The deal's been agreed uh, verbally. Um, some are reporting, so we shall see. I mean, Ten Hag's just raiding Ajax, isn't he? Yeah, um, it's... I, I, I get it. Obviously, you work with players that you you trust and given how United mm. have played and how Ajax have been over the last few years under Ten Hag, you know, it's not exactly like he's pulling the wool over United's eyes and getting his mates over. These are these mm. are decent players who, you know, would probably li- be linked with or certainly should be linked with anyway. Um, but it is a bit like, you know, they ask, oh, do you want us to bring anything over from, you know, your, your, chair, your office chair, your favourite chair. Do you <laughs> yeah, want that? yeah, yeah. Yeah, and his... Lissandro uh, uh, Martinez. Four, four yeah. other players I'd, I'd <laughs> yeah. like as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a strange one. I mean, I, the the worry and certainly the anxiety is that, you know, all the big clubs have done their business already. You could argue that a lot of them have all been sorted, but barring the defenders that Chelsea are going to get in, everyone is coming into pre-season mm. with who they're working with. Yeah, but who's getting United aren't? results like 4-0 against, against Liverpool? See, Fred's goal, by the way, beauty. Yeah. I know, I don't know what you're right about. as well. Um, yeah. And now he's got a bit more room because Paul Pogba's gone, of course. <laughs> he, can now, um, he can now fully uh, they've shine. Also, they've also got to solve, and this is related to them, and I know you guys are going to roll your eyes and you don't want to get into this, and that's fair enough, but it is related to what Vish just said. They've also got to solve this Ronaldo problem. Yeah, mm. it's a problem to be solved. He's not. He's not going on tour with them. It's a personal reasons or whatever. No, right. Well, the, the the thing the thing I would say about that is because of how Ronaldo has acted over this summer and the, the amount of control he seems to have over the situation, it's kind of his problem to solve. But as they have well, to call which his is bluff quite it. unique. They yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Bluff. But they can't. They can't afford. Or rather, they are so tra- United are so transparent at the moment. They don't need you because if they do, they know it's bollocks. Do you know what I mean? Or he yeah, will but, know it's bollocks. But I, th- I feel like it feels to me, and it's easier said than done from, from where I'm sitting, of course. But to me, it feels like in this, in this particular instance, it's a pretty easy problem to solve. Because yeah, you go yeah. to him and you go to his agent and you say, okay, tell me the landing spot for Ronaldo at his age that improves the mm. position he's currently in. right? Yeah, because he's yeah. whatever age he is, he isn't going to go. There's no other club that he can go to mm-hmm. that are going to have him that's going to improve the position he's currently in. Yeah. See you on Monday. Yeah. What's the answer to that? Yeah. I mean, there's no other club mm. at that level are going to take him. Mm. Or they either can't take him or they won't take him. There's no landing spot for him. Yeah. So but, you, you stop having a tantrum, big man. You know, get yourself get yourself and your abs back here. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I think so. I know, I, 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 I do agree with you. I I think, I, it's really important as well because it's... Because it's, 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 it's going on and the can yeah. is being kicked and, down and, the road. And, and, and this Hag is, needs to put a marker down. Yeah, yeah sure. But, but the thing I, I think... We were having this discussion about something else entirely earlier today. I think it applies to Ronaldo. It's he doesn't need to consider the reality of the situation though, mm. and so I, I think that's why I'm not too annoyed with the United stance at the moment. 
Although, as you say, it has been dragging on because they're going to... I think they'll embarrass themselves further by really getting to the weeds with it with Ronaldo. I generally think, like, actually make it let, well, waiting for him to make the first move isn't the worst idea in the world given how United have been over the last two years where they've been a, a lot of embarrassment I can't see them getting this right anyway right okay yeah. I think in the risk of undermining myself I actually have the opinion as controversial as it may be I also have the I also like concurrently hold the opinion that they're better off without him anyway um, so so it's kind of a bit of a bit of an interesting situation because you, on one hand you think he's got no hand to play really at his age I don't think he has no matter how good he is mm. for the reasons I've just said but actually, realistically, if Ten Hag wants to build something and really improve them and, and, and get them rallying around a new idea and effectively a new coaching team and a brave new era, it's kind of hard to see where Ronaldo fits into that medium term, even medium term anyway. Mm. So it's, quite a, it's a bit of a rod for their own back, really. Yeah. It is indeed, gentlemen. It is indeed. Well, it's interesting what Ten Hag will do because, as I say, this pre-season has been very rosy. He needs to sort out the Ronaldo situation. Um, future Manchester United manager, perhaps Wayne Rooney, has gone back <laughs> stateside. You mean, um, uh, you mean 2022-23 interim manager Wayne Rooney? <laughs> yeah. Well, 18 days after he resigned from Derby County, he's back at DC United, where he was a player, of course, when he left in 2019. Lovely to see him back in the capital, Luke Moore. It is, um, and... I kind of, I was kind of surprised by this well, yeah. because he left DC United the first time quite abruptly. Yeah. Um, according to some of our friends over in the US who, who cover um, MLS, you know, it was, it was a pay disparity thing. He, you know, he wasn't really comfortable living there, blah, 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 for whatever reason. Mm. I don't know if that was related to his family, but, but there's, there's talk of that. Um, and he would have had options. I'm, I'm not, I don't mean this in a disrespectful way to DC United because, you know, maybe he just thinks MLS is great and all the rest of it. Mm. Um, but, I think the American perception of Wayne Rooney, because of the Derby thing, is now different. I think he, I think people really actually quite respect him now. Yeah. Whereas before, I think they thought he was, you know, out there for a, for this, that, and the other. But he had a, some of his moments as a player, as a DC United player, still live as like you remember a that folklore. one clip when he ran back, oh, which was amazing. No, but it that, was amazing. I know it was. Yeah. yeah, but but that was. I, I think people, certainly DC United going fans, of which I've got a mate who's one of them. He was like we. I think a lot of people were turned in some way because of the effort. But he's always going to show commitment on the pitch. Yeah, I think, exactly, I think yeah. My point was just going to be, and I, I was trying to think of a way of saying it that wasn't disrespectful to DC United or MLS, which but is it's that... Tim, it's Tim Pot. Is that Ronaldo should go there? No, is that is that he would he he got so much credit in the bank for the work he did at Derby, and rightly so. Mm. There would have been plenty of clubs in England Mm -hmm. who would have taken a chance on him, and he's obviously chosen to go there. I mean, it's an interesting point. Clearly, I, I, at the best of that. Yeah, well, he's gone there and, and DC United, they need him because uh, they're currently bottom of the, ta- to the, of the... I went to say league and table at the same time. Uh, they're bottom of the division, mm-hmm. uh, the conference, if you will. Uh, they were beaten 7-0 by Philadelphia Union. You're a lot, Vish. I know you're a fan, mm-hmm. uh, which was which was a rather Good grim... Good for you guys. Doom. Yeah. Still yeah. coming up Vish this summer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> just mentioned hell. his aftershave as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, and 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 so they 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 they're struggling. They are struggling. Don't worry though. You can't get relegated uh, in this thing. Uh, as I'm sure you're aware. But they've played 18. They've only won five. So it's pretty piss poor uh, at the moment. Um, when, uh, when are they playing um, Fizzers into Miami? Well, I was building up to that. Oh, sorry, mate. Yeah, that's all right. That's yeah. all right. Um, it's just what everyone wants to hear, isn't it? It is. It is. Uh, well, uh, before we get to that, the CEO, Jason uh, Levine, said of Wayne Rooney that uh, Wazza has stipulated that he wants to live within five miles of the training facility and wants one of his coaching staff, even mentioned some of his players, uh, living in the house with him. What does he think this is? <laughs> 
It's reality. He's got Love Island on the background. Yeah. <laughs> do you think everyone in the same house? Yeah. <laughs> do you think he got a bit of a taste of the biscuit when they did? The, was it Amazon where the documentary? Don't was? say yeah. taste of the biscuit with yeah. Phil Neville. All <laughs> oh, right. It's a, it's a hard biscuit. Yeah. For now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, the Amazon documentary that he did, he thought I just quite like the. No, I think of... I think he's watching Love Island. Yeah. He's going to pair up the players, and if they don't score a goal on the assist, they're going to be voted out. All oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to lead to Michael Owen there, get the partnership back. Yeah, could do. Hey, there you are. You see. <laughs> um, but yeah, of course, the real question is uh, Wazza versus Fizzer, 18th of September, baby. Oh, two days before my birthday. Come on. <laughs> what, what an absolute beauty. The fixture gods have smiling on me. I'll tell you something. That I is... my wife later. Sorry, no plans. Yeah, you No did, yeah. plans. Well, they'll be up against the DC uh, United, of course, because much further up the table are into Miami, uh, who are 11th um, and uh, have won one more game than them. Uh, but they, <laughs> they're they building. They are building. Um, did you see... For the, the only time I've seen any footage of Inter Miami seconds, actually, was was the other day when Romeo Beckham curled in a free kick yeah. for them. Oh. Was it that good a free kick though? Yes. Yeah. It was, was Come on, Luke Moore. I think it was a good free kick. Yeah. I mean, people. Are, I just said he curled in a free kick. He did. Okay. I didn't say it was one of the greatest free kicks. In okay, the history but of the Inter angle Miami. I'm coming at it from is you mentioned it yourself. It's the first time you've ever watched Inter Miami twos. Yeah. Well, it was that good. It demanded my attention. If someone else who wasn't Called Beckham scored that free kick. Yeah. We would wouldn't even would be that many people yeah, have tweeted me? But you understand my point, surely? Yeah. I do, yes. What player who's got a famous dad does something that's quite good? Yeah. Well, Nancy Sinatra's not that good, but she, you know, <laughs> that's people what, I mean, pay attention to her. I would yeah. implore name you what, name, to listen to the record she did with Lee Hazelwood. Name one. Fantastic. Name one, great piece of work. Name one contestant currently in Love Island just by their surname. Um, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Where we are. Yeah, but it doesn't, but that's not, that's not. You know, that's not requisite to her ability, is it? This is about ability. Yeah. What you, what you go, where are you going with it? This, you go, oh, he's, he's the great saviour of, of MLS, is he? No, oh, it's just a boy, Beckham, hey, just hey. Beckham scored a free kick. It's just what a is the matter with you? I don't think it was that good. You're still jaded I'm by sli- Cliff, aren't you? I'm Cliff start- has genuinely ruined your summer. I'm starting to side with Cliff, actually. <laughs> he probably got loads, doesn't he? <laughs> Outrageous. Um, yeah, anyway. Are we ready to move on to Sierra Leone, boys? Uh, <laughs> very difficult to know what to say to that. <laughs> A lot of people emailed and tweeted us about this. Um, Frank Ocean song. Indeed. It yeah. came just after uh, we recorded our podcast, uh, the, the, the last recording. So, yes, yeah, so a note on this, by the way. Andrew Connolly emailed us about it with the subject line, Police Machine 2, Sierra Leone Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> Superb. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people uh, understandably getting involved. If, if there's some questionable results anywhere in the world, then do uh, get in touch, uh, which is why we reported on Manchester United beating Liverpool 4-0. But uh, <laughs> Sierra Leone FA is investigating the outcomes of two matches in their second tier. Two teams, uh, Kahunla and Gulf FC, were on uh, uh, points uh, level points going into the final round of matches and fighting for their region's remaining place in the Super 10 League, which is um, it's basically a final qualifier for the Sierra Leone Premier League. Uh, Kahunla beat uh, Lumbebu United 95 0. <laughs> 95 0. Police um, machine, it was like it's that ridiculous. We have to say, because the police machine and that are the standard, they only won 67 <laughs> 0. They've nearly put a third on there. Um, but my favourite result, though, was Gulf FC smashing Kohima uh, Lebanon 91 1. Yeah. What were the scores at half time? Well, at half time, <laughs> th- th- that is important. At half time, the scores were 2 0 and 7 1, respectively. <laughs> That's 
borderline impossible, isn't it? <laughs> well, because you have to kick off. Well, we, you know, we talked about it with policemen. Yeah. You have to kick off. You do. You really, really do. So uh, if, you, if you take into account the idea well, that like, there's 45 minutes in a half, right? And if, if the game's in play, right? The whole time, which it fucking isn't, but yeah. I mean, for the easy of maths, it's this is so they get, the, the ball is yeah, available yeah, yeah, the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So that's basically they've 93 scored ninety-three goals. They've scored ninety-three goals, <laughs> which is basically a goal every twenty-nine seconds. Right. So, so, so hang what, on. what they would have done is yeah. they would have had the goalkeeper standing in mm. the goal, and I, they would have been I, shooting from kickoff. I think you're forgetting, and it goes in, and the goalkeeper throws it back, and then they shoot it. I back I think you're again. forgetting a crucial detail. What's that? Aren't, isn't like don't they add thirty seconds for every goal scored? What's well, so there forever? <laughs> they're basically there forever. So how much is that? Like, but like ninety three. But it, but that can't be the case. That's like I'll, an tell extra I'll tell you what. I'll tell you that can't be the case because I've just told you it takes twenty nine seconds to score a goal. If you had thirty seconds every time, they'd still be fucking playing. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those weird maths equations at school. Yeah. <laughs> if they keep scoring, does the game ever end? No, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't technically. But you're saying vicious suggesting the goalkeeper's actually actively helping them. Well, hang on. Well, he's not trying to stop it, is he? There's a live investigation going yeah, on here. Exactly. Mind there you go. Sorry, mate. Respect we are bad by the libel laws here. <laughs> Bloody Nora. Yeah, Proud exactly, competition yeah. in Sierra Leone. Well. Uh, uh, so they score. Well, sorry, very quickly they score. Yeah, the Lembebe United score the ninety fourth goal. Yeah, and no, no, no. Lembebe were beaten. Oh, sorry. Lebe, so Kahuna score. So Kahuna score. Kahuna score. Score the ninety fourth goal there, and the and the striker mm. is running into the net to get the ball yeah. from the goalkeeper trying to stop him getting the ball. Maybe that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I like to think when like the ninety first went and he did a little cleansman in the corner. <laughs> Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> they're all they're all there. Yeah. Um, well, the the the, the uh, Lebebu's general manager, who of course they were Lebebu United, were on the end of that ninety-five nil scoreline. He said he was not aware of any match manipulation. Um, <laughs> he's I, I not mean, aware they, of a lot of his team were watching. I mean, that I mean, so okay, that's fine. So how do you? You're the general manager. How do you account for getting ninety-three not past you? In the yeah. second half, they had three sent off. To be fair, they did have three sent off. That still doesn't get uh, that doesn't satisfy me. He said I was frustrated and at some point even left the touchline in anger. I wasn't concentrating afterwards, so I can't even tell how many goals we conceded in all. Well, we can, matey. Yeah. Um, the SLFA president <laughs> Thomas Daddy Brimmer. <laughs> Good name. Excellent name, a fitting name, yeah. and he needs to be a father figure here. I feel. Yeah. He says we're going to launch an immediate investigation and bring to book all those responsible for this mediocrity. <laughs> I tell you something. You it's can't... getting to the point now where it's, mm. we, I'd love to know how many it is actually possible to score in one game. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because yeah. ninety-five is pushing the limit. Like police machine was sixty-seven. Yeah. That but felt Antlers, a lot. Antlers were the, it's funny that we remember them for the name, but it was Antlers who won. I think seventy-nine nil in Nigeria in that. And that occasion. felt like a lot. I, I, I mean, it was a lot. Yeah, you know, it, it absolutely is a lot. Yeah, but it's just not as much as as this um, shenanigans. It's, it's, like, it's like transfer fees. We're we're gonna crack three figures. Yeah, soon. Uh, yeah. I think we are. I know oh, we did. Uh, was it Madagascar or somewhere? I think the record was. I think right. it was over a hundred, maybe. I mean, it's uh, what what's happened there? Kahuna mm. have beaten Limbebu United mm. by over ten times more goals than Leicester beat Southampton <laughs> that time. <laughs> That's how bad it is. There's the context. And if you were going to see, it, if you were going to argue that a team would get beaten that badly, yeah. Southampton have come the closest to it. There we are. They have. There we In are. The Premier League era, they have. They are the joint. Yeah. With Ipswich Town. Yeah. Twice. No, because they scored a goal, didn't they? Oh, they didn't. They didn't. It was You're not thinking good. of Wigan, I think. Yeah, I am. Yeah. You are thinking of Wigan. Yeah. Oh, dearie me. Anyway, uh, speaking of justice, everybody, Sepp Blatter and Michel Platini were both cleared of any wrongdoing over a payment made to Platini for FIFA consultancy services of more than 2 million Swiss francs made in 2011. You can't keep good men down. No. 
You, you insisted on doing this, and you know that me and Vish legally can't really say anything. <laughs> well, say so that you, you want to so say. You're just going to have to read it out. Well, I just, you know, they've been cleared. Yeah. So that clears that up. Yeah. Uh, the 86-year-old Seth Blatter does face a separate criminal proceeding, though, related to authorising a $1 million FIFA payment to the Trinidad and Tobago Football Association in 2010. He's denied any wrongdoing. So, yes. I think we'll leave that there. Uh, looking ahead beyond the summer, everybody, we're very much enjoying this lovely weather we're experiencing. Um, I should say in October, seems a long way away now, but it will come around quick. And I want you to know that because because tickets will be uh, in demand. In October at the Best Western Hotel in Oldham, there will be an evening with Kevin Keegan. AFC mm. uh, Oldham posted the flyer on Instagram with all the information. It's all there. Keegan, lovely picture of Keegan, very generous picture. Blah, 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 all that. And it stated 16th of October. And they then replied to their own post saying, uh, the poster should read Saturday 15th of October. <laughs> <laughs> why, why is nobody here? I'm here. <laughs> Would you want to let me in? Turnout's not very good. <laughs> It'll probably fill up. They'll get a lot of walk-ins. It'll probably fill up later. A lot of walk-ins. Again. I'll still do it. I'll still talk. <laughs> It's okay. only fair. You've paid me. It's only fair. They've, they've said I've got to leave because there's a big event tomorrow night. <laughs> What's that? Again, not his fault. No. He's been stitched up, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. So if you are going 15th of October. I think people should go. Saturday. I think, I think as many of our listeners yeah. as possible should go. And I actually think there's people within the Football Ramble number yes. who should also be going. Who live in that area. I'm looking, no, I'm looking at you. Okay. Well, again, I'll try and get Andy to do an at the match. If the Ramble pays for it, yeah. will you go to Oldham to watch it? You know, I'm tempted. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's, although, let, let's let the listeners decide. Let, let, let's let them. Imagine if we could get Marcus to comp pick it. You did a gig. Oh, with, <laughs> you yes. did a gig with um. You did a gig with um. Keegan before. Keegan before. Didn't I did. You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Tell us about it. Yeah, well, that was the that was the time. That was the. I think I've mentioned this on the show when I walked in to the to the sort of makeshift green room. It was at uh, um, a now former Premier League football club, and I walked into the into the room where where you know the talent was hanging out. Yeah. And as I walked in, Keegan was literally telling a story about a time. Um, his car got smashed up when he played at Liverpool. <laughs> what did you, how did you react to that? I it, it took all of my upbringing and and flight and strength to not just go it, it, like just my usual reaction. I was like, this is this is like this is what, what life imitating up. Life is, exactly. I, I couldn't. If I, what we do could be described as art. <laughs> Vish, uh, would you be interested in um, paying the £65 standard ticket or would you go the extra tenner for a uh, meet and greet with uh, with Keggy and, uh, and a photo opportunity? Yeah, I'd do a meet and greet. I think you go extra If you get in for 65 you've got... I know there's a cost of living crisis. In for 65 in for 75 yeah, yeah, right. I, see. I do have yeah. a picture of Keggy and myself together. Do you? Okay. Yeah, but I'd always... I'd be happy with another one. Has he got, yeah. has he got his eyes closed? <laughs> yeah. Has he timed the smile wrong? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's looking away. Yeah. Oh, dearie me. Uh, Four-course well, meal, though. Raffle, auction... Um, it's, it, we should also say yeah. it is all in aid of charity to be of fair course, to Kevin. He's obviously yeah, yeah, given yeah. up his time yeah. um, for, for, to do it. Uh, I would, I think our listeners would love to see Marcus go. I think yeah. Vish and I would agree with that. So let's look into that if we can. Um, he'll think of some excuse yeah. to not go. Which, yeah. da, which day is it on again? All my kids. <laughs> exactly. You better go 15th under 16th just yeah, to be yeah, sure. Right. I'll pick a long Make weekend, weekend in yeah. <laughs> Oh, they were originally right. Okay, back to the hotel, yeah. everybody. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Just post the different flyer. Just correct it and post a different one. I know. It's so good. Kevin will almost certainly end up in Newham. Yeah. Just a little older. 
Very good. Yeah. Oh, there we are, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the Acast Creator Network. Uh, I prefer the show when there's no football. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, marvellous stuff. Easier, isn't it? There we are, everybody. Thank you very much, Luke Moore. Cheers. Thank you for choosing Enterprise. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. See you soon. Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.